You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All sorts of time for Lance, who's on the move, set his feet, and now comes back across the field. He heaves downfield. His pass is complete to Dimitri Williams, streaking up the sideline and gone. A broken play becomes one of the biggest of the day, a 73-yard touchdown from Lance to Williams. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski on the BetQL Audio Network. Working a three-man weave today, Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvat, and Ross Tucker with you on BetQL Daily. The show airs weekdays 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern time on the BetQL Audio Network. Download the free Odyssey app today to watch, listen, and subscribe to the BetQL Daily podcast. We're also there, a uh, video stream on the Odyssey Sports YouTube page, so make sure you're subscribed over there as well. Um, where we'll be talking with Eric at home coming up in a few minutes from Yahoo Sports to hit on the NFL. Hey, Ross, remember earlier in the show when um, when Horvy said that Andy Dalton's going to start 17 games and he's going to lead the Bears to the playoffs? Remember that? That was a real take. I was being sarcastic on that. Oh, 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 no, you were not. On Dalton? You were. Come on. I do which, think he starts. Which I one is it, Horvy? Which one is it? He's stepping I, back. I think he starts week one. The Bears start. Well, actually, let me ask the question. Is Aaron Rodgers the starting quarterback for the Packers? Not the topic. If, if, if Rodgers is the starting quarterback for the Packers, then then the, then Andy Dalton's not going to the playoffs. But if Rodgers is in Denver or in Vegas, the NFC North's wide open, man. What is the answer to the question, <laughs> Ryan? I think Dalton goes one and three and gets replaced week four by Fields. Okay, thank you. Okay. Backpedal. But I do, that, that, oh, no, I do think he starts week one, though. Don't you guys agree with that? I'm not sure about that. Mm. I, I would say it's more likely than not, but I think as soon as they think Fields can protect himself mentally, I think he'll be out there, meaning knows what's going on enough that there won't be a free rusher that comes that he's not prepared for and gets his head taken off. Based on everything we've heard with his mental recall, I don't know how long it's going to take for him to grasp the offense. We will see. That was clearly an issue throughout the Trubisky's, Trubisky's time here. But it wouldn't shock me. It wouldn't be floored if he's starting week one. But I do agree. Right now, Dalton's the favorite. Uh, last I checked, it was minus 150 or minus 175 to be the Bears starter in week one. I think that makes sense. Uh, everything coming out of the Bears, that's what it sounds like they want the plan to be. In a perfect world, yeah. They replicate what happened in Kansas City. He sits the entire year. Right. There's a difference between Alex Smith and Andy Dalton going to a new team. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey, if Fields has a Russ Wilson type uh, preseason, like Russ Wilson did uh, his rookie year when they were going to go with Matt Flynn and paid him all that money, 
Maybe he is the week one starter. Uh, this is BetQL Daily Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvat, and Ross Tucker here. We bring in Eric Edholm at Eric underscore Edholm on Twitter and does a great job covering the NFL for Yahoo Sports. Eric, we got to start with uh, Aaron Rodgers, also known as, as the world turns here. A uh, few more rumors coming out yesterday on Rodgers. It's layered, man. There, there are a lot of different angles to take this. What are your uh, overall thoughts on the state of the Packers quarterback for now? Yeah, this thing clearly has, you know, been brewing and dragged out for a while. I mean, obviously, you know, summertime drama is nothing new and these sorts of things are, you know, we, we seem to have at least one of these every year, but this one feels different, right? I mean, I just, obviously, the level of sort of petty, I think, <laughs> that Rodgers is showing with, you know, cutting Jake Kumarau and, and drafting Jordan Love, you know, still just irritating, you know, uh, every fiber in his body, it seems like, and and willing to, you know, threaten retirement or, or a gig on Jeopardy and something like that. I mean, it just, it seems wild, especially after the team coming oh so close to, to going to another Super Bowl. What if they had gotten there? Like, what if they had gotten to the Super Bowl or, or God forbid they'd won the thing? I mean, what, would he still be taking this stance? I, I really don't know the answer to that. So, you know, obviously he's putting the, the Packers in a real bind here. You know, the irony being that they have love if they need him. But, look, there was no indication last season that he was remotely ready to play. He wasn't even the backup. So I truly don't know what the next step is. I think if, if Aaron threatens to, to not show up and they go after bonus money and stuff like that, we will have reached the point of no return. But they say they're not trading him. So, you know, hands up in the air right now. This is a betting show. If you were to bet on this. Which side would you take? <laughs> I'd probably put my money elsewhere, but, you know, there are people who I've spoken to who have, a, you know, a sort of a read on the situation, I think. And uh, the majority of them are kind of saying that they don't think Aaron's ever going to suit up for the Packers again. That The next time we see him will be at some feel-good makeup ceremony, a la Brett Favre, you know, in, I don't know, eight, nine years, whatever it's going to be. And, that's entirely possible. I mean, obviously the Packers have a financial situation they have to consider. They, they couldn't even really consider moving him until after June 1st. So there's that. I mean, it would impact their cap significantly if they did. Uh, and even if they do wait till then, it still has a pretty good hit for this year. So, you know, the, the sense is that they're looking around at other quarterback options just to, to fill the room up a little bit. Um, maybe a trade to Denver ends up happening. Maybe something else occurs along the way. I I just don't feel like he's going to be a, a Packer this season. Or it's not going to suit up for them this year. Eric, uh, Ross Tucker, always good to talk with you, man. Don't you feel like the Broncos not taking a quarterback at nine is at least some indication that they think they'll have a chance at Rodgers? I, I guess I'd be a little surprised if they thought it was no chance of getting Rodgers, that they would have passed on both Fields and Jones at nine. Yeah. I mean, I think their their guy would have been Fields had they stayed. I don't know that for certain, but that's just my suspicion. And and for them to pass, even for a cornerback, it's not like corner isn't a high-priority position too, but we obviously know quarterback is at the top. And it's, you know, it's a manageable situation there with Drew Locke and, and – uh, Teddy Bridgewater, but it's not exactly the type to to titillate anybody and to make the think that, okay, now the Broncos can get over the hump because they have, you know, either a gunslinger who occasionally makes great plays and doesn't always come through or kind of the safe, smart, solid approach with Teddy. But 
Aaron obviously would take this team to, to new heights if he were to step in. I mean, I don't know what he would do with, you know, with Pat Shermer and stuff, but I, I will say this, an interesting little nugget I'll just throw out there. The Packers did a lot of work late in the process on Drew Locke in 2019. And they flew him up for a visit the week before the draft. It was surprising to Locke in his camp. This is the year before they ended up selecting Jordan Love. You can see some crossover in their skills. You know, it does feel like if the Broncos got Rodgers, you know, maybe Locke could be a part of that deal to help sweeten it a little bit. Obviously, it would take a lot of ammunition to get there. But, yeah, I did absolutely consider that on draft weekend. And I suppose it's a possibility that they felt pretty good about their chances or at least, you know, that there was a there was an option to maybe go that route if they needed to this offseason. So, if it came as anywhere near as close to happening on draft weekend as, as some people suggested it did, uh, there, there certainly is hope it could happen down the line. So Joe mentioned earlier, Eric, we are a betting show uh, based on the NFL draft. Are there any teams that you're higher on this year, whether it's, you know, season win total or whatever, are there any teams that you thought, wow, they had a really nice draft. They're going to be better than people think. This episode is brought to you by Shopify, whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However, you cha-ching from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, and by the way, guys, I'm still getting used to the over/under totals on the wins this year with the 17 games. Like it, you know what I mean? I'm seeing these numbers going, wow, these look big. Oh, there's a reason why everybody's going to be a half point <laughs> higher than last year. But I, I will say it's funny because on the one hand, you think to yourself, well. Can the Cleveland Browns climb? How much higher can they climb, right? I mean, what's their potential? But I think they had a really smart offseason. I mean, John Johnson was one of my favorite free agent signings during that period. You know, the draft obviously bolstered their defense, gave them a few interesting playmakers in, in Schwartz and Felton on the offensive side of the ball. You know, it sort of feels like with some of the injured players they're getting back, Grant Delpit, Grady Williams, you know, that, that secondary won't be as atrocious as it was before. We seem to think that, you know, with that running game, good offensive line, Baker Mayfield seemingly turning the corner. This is a team on the verge. But, you know, I guess the question is, can they beat the Buffaloes of the world? Can they beat the Kansas Cities, the Baltimores, et cetera? I mean, that's, you know, that's sort of the next step. But it's hard to think that they didn't get noticeably better. I would throw the Bears in there, too, just in the sense that, you know, the quarterback potential alone uh, certainly stands to – to improve the overall team, but are they as good defensively? Do they have receivers they can trust? So, you know, those are, those are still questions. Spec QL daily, Joe Ostrowski, Ross Tucker, Ryan Horvath talking with Eric Edholm from Yahoo sports. Eric, uh, if you had to make a bet today, cause again, we are a betting show. Who do you think has uh, the best chances to win rookie of the year? Everybody wants to go quarterback. I think Kyle Pitts uh, has a realistic shot. I know he's a tight end, but still in that offense in the red zone, I think he could catch 11 touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, 
We've, I don't think we've had a, a, a tight end catch more than 10 touchdowns as a rookie. I think Gronkowski did that. And his yardage total, I think, was in the you know six 700-yard range. Check me on that. I could be a little off. But, you know, typically tight ends are a little bit of a slower developing position. This is a kid who doesn't turn 21, I think, until October. I mean, he's still incredibly young and raw. I mean, that said, the talent is so alluring. I, I couldn't help but fall in love with him watching him as a prospect. So, I, I – I saw a yardage total for him. Uh, I don't know what it, what you guys number have for a number. I saw it around 900. I thought, boy, that's setting the bar awfully high. That's just <laughs> it just seems out of whack for me. So I would go under on that one. But as far as your rookie of the year question, I, the temptation clearly is to go quarterback with the, with the five options essentially. At least you know three or four of whom we could start from day one. So you know. Fields would, would intrigue me. You're watching him in the preseason to see how they handle that. Does he get the shot right away? Does it matter? You know, Lawrence obviously is going to be the guy from the start. They have some weapons there. That could be, you know, that's the obvious play, of course. But I would be nervous about Trey Lance. I would be a little bit worried about Zach Wilson, even with all they've done on offense in New York. So I, I think I'd have to go with, you know, either Fields or Lawrence is my first sort of gut, you know, instinct pick there. Ross, to uh, ask you about some teams that are kind of on the rise. Who are some teams that you think maybe regress this year? You know, every year there's the Super Bowl hangover. Last year it was San Francisco, and they missed out on the playoffs. Who's a team maybe everybody's buying into that you're going to fade this year? Well, I think a lot of people sort of wonder, you know, what the Seahawks are going to going to be able to do. I mean, obviously there was all the, the Russ Wilson trade talk in the offseason. Yes, they still have weapons, but the offensive line remains a, a real sore spot. You know, the division theoretically got better with you know Stafford coming in you'd think they the Rams would uh, be a better quarterback team with him at quarterback and so you know I I, I would that, my obviously the 49ers too you know getting all those guys back from injury theoretically bolstering the the QB room as well so you know that's a team that kind of sticks out for me as one that's you know always competitive they always seem to be in the mix they you know they can get off to a slow start and still claw their way back but uh, I kind of wonder what their their peak potential is, and maybe if it's not a little lower. Even with Russ Wilson, I mean, he, he started out great and then struggled down the stretch. You know, who's to say that same thing couldn't happen next year? With Yahoo Sports, Eric at home on BetQL Daily. Eric, is Deshaun Watson going to play a football for a, a snap of football this year? Yeah, I, I don't know if he's going to play a snap of anything. I really truly don't know. I mean, this is you know obviously with with. He and Rodgers, we have two bizarre and, and fascinating stories to, to track this offseason. I mean, two guys who are, you know, at the very top of their profession. And the Watson thing, obviously, is very tricky because the discipline in the NFL hasn't always followed the same sort of course or pattern, right? We feel like we have the structure and these rules, but, you know, case to case, they vary so wildly. Is this going to turn into an Antonio Brown-type saga where it just keeps getting... We lose him? Really know what oh, no. Status is. I mean, that's the question. I thought them drafting a quarterback, you know, they didn't have a first or second round pick and their first overall choice they use on Davis Mills. I mean, you can read that two ways, right? They get a shot at a potential first round talent who hasn't played that much, he's been hurt. You get why they would do it. It's more of a dart throw. But on the other hand, they now have four quarterbacks on the roster. They also traded for, for Ryan Finley from Cincinnati and, you know, signed Tyrod. So, Boy, I mean that's that's a lot of bodies, right? And it kind of makes you think they're they're leery of the possibility of him either playing this year or starting the year, you know, able to play. So 
I'm kind of leaning towards no, but you never know with these things. I always, you know, sort of brace for, for what might come next. And the NFL has been a little bit scattershot in their discipline. All right. Eric at home, at Eric underscore at home, NFL writer for Yahoo Sports. Eric, as always, appreciate the time. All right, fellas. Have a great day. See ya. Good stuff. Thanks, Eric. So, Russell. Joe, I got I got a couple of things I got to piggyback there real quick. Yeah, yeah. Okay. First of all, Ryan Finley might be one of the worst quarterbacks I've ever <laughs> seen start a game in the NFL. Like the fact that the Texans, did they sign him? They didn't trade for him, did they? They just signed him as a free agent after Bengals like cut him or something. I, I mean. Yeah. I think he won a contest. That was my whole strategy during the season was if Finley was starting, fade the Bengals, take the other team, take the under. Uh, That's number one. And number two, I don't think your first pick is Davis Mills if you think Deshaun Watson's ever going to play for you again. Mm -hmm. I think it's pretty clear the Texans do not think he's ever going to play one way or the other, discipline this year and then a trade or trade or whatever. I just don't think you take Davis Mills unless – you think Deshaun Watts is never going to play for you again. You're right, and I'm all about taking swings at that position, but everyone knows you're going to be bad. Why not do it next year? It's a great right? point, Joe. You're going to draft another quarterback. We're going to break down today's MLB card. This is a BetQL Day. They're going to do that next. Give you our uh, favorite plays in baseball. Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvat, and Ross Tucker on the BetQL Audio Network.